Hi, this is Megan Cloherty, investigative reporter for WTOP News. If you like top news from WTOP, we think you'll love our new podcast called the DMV Download, where we take a more in-depth look at the biggest local stories of the day happening in our area. We hope you check it out. Prince George's County police officers. I'm Mike Marillo. In one day, eight men shot in two separate shootings that D.C. police now believe are linked. I'm Sarah Jacobs. President Biden is campaigning for the Democratic candidate for governor in Maryland. A White House rally in support of student loan forgiveness. We have a long way to go. I'm Nick Ainelli. It's 6 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Dell Small Business. I'm Monica Ricks in New York. California regulators are pumping the brakes on gas and driving more energy-efficient vehicle production. CBS's Steve Futterman reports. The landmark proposal will require all new cars sold in the state in 2035 to be powered either by electricity or hydrogen. Hector De La Torre is on the Air Resources Board. This is the world market. This is where things are going. Under the plan, which still needs to be approved by federal officials, existing gas-powered cars would still be allowed to operate. Sandra Berg is vice chairman. We are not going into this blind. And with California paving the way, other states could follow. Steve Futterman, CBS News. We'll see the redacted affidavit on the FBI's search of Mar-a-Lago tomorrow. Here's CBS's Steve Dorsey. It's unclear how redacted the affidavit will be. The Justice Department argued against unsealing it, saying the proposed redactions would be so extensive they would render the document meaningless to the public. The affidavit lays out why the Justice Department is investigating additional evidence and who investigators talk to. The Fed seized about a dozen boxes of classified documents from Trump's estate earlier this month. Meantime, prosecutors want former White House Chief of Staff Mark Meadows, attorney Sidney Powell, and other Trump allies to testify about the 2020 election in Georgia. South Carolina Republican Lindsey Graham is fighting his subpoena. Three more Republican states will ban almost all abortions this week, including Tennessee. We will not let up. We will not be quiet. So we have households falling apart because of a racist health care system. Reaction there is mixed. North Dakota's trigger law was supposed to take effect tomorrow, but a judge temporarily stopped it. Nuclear crisis averted for now in Ukraine. CBS's Cami McCormick. The Zaporizhia nuclear plant went offline, causing a blackout in the region. And though it's said to be back online, it's caused fears about a nuclear disaster. The Russians are now occupying the plant, Europe's largest. The U.N. Atomic Watchdog Agency is hoping to get inspectors there within days. Dennis Rodman won't be going to Russia to fight for Brittany Griner's release. The former NBA star scrapped the trip after the State Department urged him not to interfere. And there's a new study in Israel that shows COVID drug Paxlovid has little to no effect on adults under 65. Dr. Celine Gounder. You may be feeling better at five days of Paxlovid, but it may be that five days isn't quite enough to clear the virus. And I think we really do need additional research to help us figure out maybe we need seven days, maybe we need 10 days. The drug does reduce hospitalizations in elderly patients. This is CBS News. The Dell Technologies Labor Day event is here. Up to 48% off Vostro laptops with 12th gen Intel Core processors. Upgrade by calling 877-ASK-DELL. 
And now, a special update from the WTOP Traffic Center. Extreme delays on the Beltway's interloop from Tyson's to Rockville and on 270 North from the Beltway to Rockville. But the traffic holds on 495 at River Road and 270 at the 270 Spur are being lifted one by one with a traffic drag proceeding north on 270 toward the Rockville exits. Traffic will remain extremely slow on the Beltway's interloop, even though it would appear now all lanes are once again open. More on the 8s. I'm Dave Dildine, WTOP Traffic. Good evening, everybody. It is 6.03, and we're glad you're with us on this Thursday, August the 25th, 82 degrees. Hillary Howard. I'm Sean Anderson. Top local story we're following for you this hour. 13 Prince George's County police officers have been taken off patrol duty and are facing up to five years in prison. They have been indicted on theft and other charges for reportedly double dipping while on the clock for the department. Let's get the story from WTOP's Mike Morello. 13 current officers and one retired officer are accused of working for a fellow officer security firm to patrol apartments in the county between January of 2019 and March of 2021. They reportedly did this while on patrol for the police department at the same time. Prince George's County Police Chief Malik Aziz. The officers are also accused of providing false information to the apartment complexes to justify the continued hiring of, of the security company. If convicted of this, their actions not only tarnish the badge we all wear proudly, but also erode the community's trust. The officer who ran the security firm has already pleaded guilty to federal tax evasion charges. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. New this evening, a woman is dead after being hit by a truck in Bethesda while on her bike. Montgomery County police say it happened about 4 o'clock this afternoon on River Road near Little Falls Parkway. Police are obviously investigating what happened here. It's 6.05. D.C. police have three men in custody for a triple shooting last evening, which they now believe is linked to a mass shooting earlier in the day. Police Chief Robert Conti says it appears the men shot near a senior living center on O Street Northwest on Wednesday afternoon were targeted. Five people in total were shot. Uh, two people uh, died as a result of that act. Several hours later, a triple shooting nearby in the area of Lincoln Road and Quincy Street Northwest. Officers spotted the suspect's vehicle and arrested three men. Five firearms, to include two automatic rifles, were recovered from those individuals. The three victims in the Quincy Street shooting are expected to recover. Based upon our investigation now, we certainly believe that this was some retaliation for the shooting that occurred earlier. Police are now investigating what led to that initial shooting. Sarah Jacobs, WTOP News. And D.C. police are asking anyone with information about either shooting to contact them. President Biden's plan for student loan forgiveness prompted a rally in front of the White House today. WTOP's Nick Ionelli says people there would like some more breaks. This fight is not over. While speakers at the rally thanked President Biden, they said this is just the beginning. We want more. We need more. Currently, I'm facing about $20,000 in debt. Dorian Rogers says the loan forgiveness program affects him directly. Having this debt is another burden and another uh, struggle, especially when I'm trying to embed myself with an education. The program erases $10,000 in federal student loan debt for those with incomes below $125,000 a year. Outside the White House, Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. Republicans quickly denounced the plan as an insult to Americans who have repaid their debt and to those who never went to college. Moderate Democrats are not happy with this either. President Biden is in Rockville tonight and he is holding a rally in support of the Democratic candidate for governor in Maryland, Wes Moore. 
Now, First Lady Jill Biden was supposed to be at this rally this evening, but she is not able to attend because she rebounded on COVID. So yeah. she's not going to be there. But uh, if you are experiencing some traffic difficulties in Montgomery County, that's part of the reason why. Yeah, absolutely. It is 607. Speaking of traffic difficulty, we've got traffic and weather next. Life can be unpredictable. Stay prepared with coverage from WEPA. Civilian feds can apply for up to $1.5 million in life insurance regardless of their salary. Explore new products including group short-term disability insurance where you can apply for benefits up to $6,500. This episode is brought to you by Zelle. Whenever you're sending money through an app or online, it's important to do it safely. Here are a few helpful tips. First, always make sure you know and trust the person you are sending money to. Second, confirm you have entered their contact details correctly. And finally, if you don't trust the person or your recipient is rushing you to send money right away, think twice before sending money through an app or online. 